Hey guys, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life Podcast, coming to you with my Thursday segment. I'm just landing here in Myrtle Beach. It's a little late, but I'm really excited to take this moment and just kind of ground down. So, March 16th, your love, God, is my song, and I sing it. Palms, Psalms 89.1, The Message. God's love is not human. His love is not normal. His love sees your sin and loves you still. Does he approve of your error? No. Do you need to repent? Yes. But do you need, do you repent for his sake or yours? Yours. His ego needs no apology. His love needs no bolstering. And he could not love you more than he does right now. I think, you know, this such a good reminder today, you know, for me and for all of us. Like, I've talked about this concept before. Like, I don't even think that, like, I don't think you even have to ask for God's approval. I think for me, like, my stepdad used to tell me, apologies only matter if action changes, right? Um, if there is, if what you do, you don't do anymore, and so I think that's how God works too. And like the whole karma and stuff. It's, and the lessons, right? We go through like the same lessons over and over. And that's like us saying sorry, right? Like if we say sorry and we keep doing the same thing over and over or we haven't learned the lesson. So we keep saying sorry by showing we haven't learned. And then, you know, when we learn, that's when it matters the most, I hope that makes sense. So like my stuff that you say, right? You can say sorry, but sorry doesn't matter unless your actions like show that. So you don't do it anymore. And so we talk about this in the spiritual world, how like we keep going through a lesson because we haven't learned. And it kind of reminds me of that concept. Like my stuff was saying, like we'll keep saying sorry and sorry and sorry. I'll keep getting tested. But we still, the action doesn't change. We haven't changed. And then at some point we will change. Our words and our actions will mean and be the same things. But we won't have to say sorry, right? Because our action now corresponds with our verbs and our nouns and all the things. And so I do think it's important to acknowledge your... uh, I don't even like using the word sin because that's such a man-made thing. Um, but I love I love acknowledging my faults and my flaws. I've said this before. I, I love my mistakes. Um, I love when I mess up. I'm never ashamed of myself. I'm just like, how can I do better, be better? And that was kind of like one of the things for me. Like, I... If we can really just reflect, I think that's why I I talked about this, the accountability of this show is because of wanting to reflect on who I am and and be my best self, but, um, and be accountable and then just be transparent about who I am to the world. But really taking time to reflect and say, you know, God, I know I did this this week. I I just, I want to understand me more. Can you show me why I think like this? Can you show me why I'm these ways? Like, 
can you help me change my mind and, and my thought process and help make me better? And so I think God, more than anything, doesn't even want you to like go to him and say, I'm sorry. You know, I want to be better. I think God wants you to go, man, I, I noticed where I could have done more. And my goal or my plan of action to do better and be better is to be more consciously aware of the actions that I'm making or the things that I'm saying or the people I'm hanging out with or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. And so I, I, I will, I, I, I have no problem, blah, blah, blah. I have no problem disagreeing with man. You know, I do believe that sin was something created by man. Um, I do believe, you know, man has created laws that do not actually go with who God is. And, um, and I know that because I've lived a very interesting life. And, um, I lived this life because God needed me to understand the concept. And I always talk about it, about how I live. I don't live with man's laws. I live by God's laws. And, um, and that's something that, that phrase has always resonated with me because I see a difference in, in when I'm talking to God and when God is like showing up for me and the conversations and the stories and all the things. And then like when, you know, man is telling me. And by man, I mean, I just mean mankind. Okay. I don't think it's a sexist thing. Nobody is sexist here. Okay. Cause I love y'all and I, and y'all get on my nerves. I mean, that's the normal, that's the normal balance of people, right? Like we get along and we don't, and that's just normal. And so, um, just don't take when I say man in any of my stuff, just mean mankind. But I think it's super important um, that he reminds us right here, God's love is not human. His love is not normal. That right there, I do not live by man's laws. I live by God's laws. God is not human. God is not man. Okay, this, the Bible, the scriptures, I love them. They are great metaphors, similes. They are great inception inceptual ideas they are great praises ways to praise ways to reignite a passion in your soul they are i was talking to an ex i don't know maybe two months back and he was just checking in with me let me know he's getting married and and we were talking about god and he's like it's really here to hear weird to hear you talk about the bible so much and I said, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a great book. God didn't write the Bible, okay? God didn't write the Bible, you guys, and we know that. Man wrote the Bible. And then man rewrote the Bible to fit his ways. And then God, and then man rewrote the Bible to gain power and control in some spaces. And so I think the Bible was originally written by man, as a way to lead people closer to God, for sure. Through stories, lessons, blessings, metaphors, songs. Everything you can think of. Um, but just like I said, it was written by man and not God. It is a perspective by man, not God. And so, 
each human being has their own governing laws, which are the pre-programmed ideas and thoughts and feelings that are bestowed upon us from our religion, from our family, from our sex, from our class, from all the things. And so, you know, that's how the Bible is written by each person's personal perspectives and personal pre-programs. Most of these people are a little more flexible and fluid, but there are some in the Bible that are not. And so that gentle reminder right now, God's love is not, God's love is not human. Human love is conditional. And a lot of us are on this path of trying to break from the conditions of, of man's love, right? Man, you know, you've got to do this for me. You've got to be this way for me and I will love you. God loves you no matter what, whether you, you're perfect you know, you never, you never had sex, you never smoked a cigarette, you never done any of that, or if you have done all of that. He doesn't even care. That's how unconditionally he loves. God loves. So much that none of that even matters. That you're always perfect and you're, even when you're not being on your best behavior. His love is not normal. And for that, kind of going back to it, Because he loves you in your best state, in your worst state, and everything in between. It's not, it is normal. It's actually the right way to love. I was telling some friends this the other night. Just, you know, when I date a guy, um, whether we're like a friend with benefit or we're actually like dating... I'll straight up tell them this and a lot of them kind of get shocked, especially now that we're older and the generation I grew up with having kind of more of that from a benefits relationship. We're not in that phase anymore and we're starting to grow up and date a little bit. But, you know, my friends with benefits understood we we loved each other unconditionally. We were best friends. We could hang out. We could sleep together. We could party together. They could see other people. It is what it is. Uh, but we still loved each other and we would show up for each other if we needed each other, right? But now dating some of these guys and trying to, you know, show them what it's like to be loved and cared for and they get weird and they're like, oh, why are you, well, I don't, I don't want to be that serious yet. Or even if they are a friend with benefit, you know, I don't want to be that serious. It's not serious, bro. It's not serious. Okay. It's me being real. It's me showing you that I don't care where we're at, what we're doing, how we are. You deserve to be loved and treated with kindness and respect and compassion and understanding. It's not just a relationship thing. It's just not a full-blown commitment thing. It's it's a everything, right? And so like I was kind of saying to them, like, that's how I love. So unconditional that I know that I might not make it with you. This might not be long term, but I'm not going to treat you any different than like I'm madly, passionately in love with you. Because most likely in that time that we are, I am. And it reminds me of this. God's love is not normal to man because man loves conditionally. But for me, God's love is so normal because I fully embody unconditional love. We don't know how to be unconditional yet. A lot of us are trying. Believe me, I have my moments where I, I love unconditionally and I, and I go, man, I wish they would love me back. 
But at the end of the day, it's like, well, you know what? At least I'm doing what feels good in my heart. And you can tell there's conflict within them too. That they want to, but they're nervous about doing that. And maybe that's just the signs that we're not meant to be together. And maybe they that I shouldn't pursue this love interest any longer. But one thing I will not do is not love you unconditionally. And even if we break up, I still love it. If you were to call and say I had a bad day, I'm going to answer the phone if I'm available. And most people think that's weird, but why? I don't think any less of you just because we're not together, right? So getting into that space of unconditional love has been, it's taken me a while. I think I've always like deep down inside, like been like that. Um, But I can see over the last few years how like relationships not working out have changed my heart and now I'm coming back into this deep unconditional love because the last two men that I've been with these this last two years I love them so unconditionally in ways I never not never thought I would but just ways that really tested me and made me go man can I keep my heart pure no matter what no matter what man does can I stay open receiving loving devoted um, to myself and to others you know maybe not to them but to the rest of the world without shutting myself off so so just remember that like God's love is not human and God's love is is extremely normal actually it's unnormal to man because man does not know how to be unconditional but God's love is normal I want to make that fucking clear to you guys. And I hate to cuss on here, but I think it's time that we stop acting like God is so different from what we are used to. And he is. But at the same time, what he is, is normal. He is the normal. He is what we should be, which means he is the way, the normal path to be, the thing to strive to be. He's not unusual, It's not weird what he does with his love. His love is pure, which is the normal way to be. But we are the anomaly. We are the unnormal. It's not the other way around. Sorry, God. I'm sorry for cussing. I just got a little worked up. Just got a little worked up. (laughs) God actually does approve of your error. Okay, he does approve of your error. God, it literally says in the Bible that God knows that the devil is coming for you. Okay, you think God does not approve when you mess up? He goes, yeah, seen it coming. What he doesn't approve, and I wouldn't even say he doesn't approve, but he becomes hopeful, wishful in that the next time that that comes up, your error You'll learn from it. That's what he hopes. That's what he wishes. He doesn't care that you've messed up. He cares if you keep messing up. But he also knows hopefully at some point you'll get it. The message, the lesson will turn into the blessing and you will level up and you will be more conscious. You will be more woke. You'll be more aware. I probably sound a little crazy right now. I had some coffee driving here and... um but I feel the spirit in me with this one because this is just, again, you can hear how man speaks. But I'm going to tell you, 
as a woman who was atheist and has grown so close to God, I know, I know God on a totally different level. And I know God on the level that he wants to be known on. I think we've allowed him to be misconstrued by, by, by religion, by the churches. And I'm not saying all churches are bad. Shout out to Latter-day Saints. I love y'all. And I love all the churches I've been to. But for me, I definitely think there are some missed, there are some missed opportunities to be very clear and truthful about God. And I'm grateful to have like this kind of excerpt to be like, nah, man, God is great. God is good and bad. God is indifferent. God doesn't care if you mess up. God just wants to see you try to be better and do better and stick to your words, stick to your commitments. Um, and even me, I mean, I, I mess up, but that you don't, it doesn't stop the blessings from coming to my life because that's not God. That's man telling you you don't deserve. God doesn't say that. You are deserving of all the love. You are deserving of all the blessings that are there for you. <sighs> Do you repent for his sake or yours? You repent because it's a quality. You're repenting because you want to acknowledge that you're growing. And you're growing closer to God and your highest self and the best version of you for God. So it's it's not an ego thing. You're not repenting for yourself unless you're going with an ego space. I know when I repent, I'm like, look, Lord, I, you heard me cuss, right? I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Spirit, spirit got in me and that was it, right? But I did it because it was like equal. You know, I understood why I got so worked up. And then I knew that God would appreciate my acknowledgement of the fact that I have the spirit in me. And the spirit isn't always what man thinks and says the spirit is. It's maybe cussing and telling someone how it is real truthfully. Because this person needs to hear it or because you guys need to hear it, right? Like needed some kind of like a strike to wake you up. But we both, we hopefully and ultimately are repenting for both sakes repenting to show God that we've grown and repenting to remind ourselves that we're growing and that we're flawed and we're always working towards being the best us we can be I like this last sentence and I close us out with this and he could not love you more than he does right now God's love never changes for you his love is unconditional all the time, 24-7, 365, every single day, every single minute. God's love for you never shifts. You could do all the wrong in the world and God will still love you because he knows he put you on this earth to experience the good, the bad in between, to test you, for you to fail, for you to rise, hopefully. And maybe you don't rise the first, second, third, fourth time, but eventually you may. And he still loves you then. So I just bless y'all. I hope y'all hear, you know, what I'm saying. Learn to love unconditionally. God's love is normal. It's not human. God's love is not human, but very normal. And it's true, unconditional love that changes no matter the season, no matter your season. 
And that's what we're all really here to strive for. To not let the season change us. To change our love for one, of an, one another. For ourselves. Learn to be unconditional, godly love. Set your soul free, brothers and sisters. Set your soul free. Namaste.